G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. After the glory of, uh, of course, uh, Miss uh, Sadowski Sinnott, we, uh, we expected a lot, didn't we, uh, after Zoe, that uh, we would be getting uh, more and more performances, but it wasn't such a great day yesterday on the snow for our Kiwis at the Winter Olympics in Beijing. Uh, but up early in the morning, uh, I think uh, around about five hours behind, so it must be about quarter past six over there, uh, as News Hub uh, reporter Ollie Ritchie. Thanks uh, so much, Ollie, for, for getting up and having a chat to us. Yeah, I, I, I guess on paper it looked a, a bit more of a, a disappointing day yesterday, but what did, what did you make of it? Let's start with perhaps Alice Robinson and the giant slalom. Sounds like uh, Ollie might not be there at the moment. I have to perhaps go through it at the moment. Anyway, Alice Robinson, of course, uh, missing out on that. Ollie's there. Yeah, Ollie just uh, talking about uh, yesterday not being quite so good. Uh, and we began with uh, Alice Robinson and the giant slalom. Yeah, look, I think disappointing would be the right way to describe that one, Smithy. Uh, a lot was expected of Alice Robinson, and, and certainly she expected a lot of herself, um, seen as a as a big medal hope going into the giant slalom. And it proved to be a really tricky course. And she, she said afterwards that she just found it incredibly difficult to navigate that course. And she kind of lost her way a little bit at the top and, and really struggled to, to to get back on track from there, really. Um, just too slow and, and, and too far off the pace uh, to be able to, to challenge anywhere near those podium spots. Unfortunately, having to to settle for, for 22nd, um, which is not what she came here for. She was really confident and hopeful uh, that she could challenge a podium spot. So... Look, she'll get another chance in the Super G a little later on, but certainly from, from her perspective, um, came in hoping and, and, and almost expecting a medal um, just wasn't to be. And, and I suppose that's the brutal reality of sport. It is the brutal reality of sport. Uh, just ask Michaela Schifrin, of course, from America, uh, the defending champion. Uh, she also crashed out. So uh, Alice wasn't alone in finding it a, a little difficult at times. Yeah, something – obviously that, that, that course um, – proved to be quite tricky um yeah with, with Michaela Schifrin crashing at the very top I mean that was her that was her run over she couldn't even even have a second run after uh, after getting a DNF and, and she was very much the hot favorite to, to win gold so you know when you, you see that, that caliber of athlete and that caliber of skier crashing out so early on um it really makes you you realize just how tricky that course was and then yeah we we, we saw the struggles that Alice had uh particularly near the top just struggled to get into her rhythm and, and get into her run and yeah she said she said afterwards that um she just found it incredibly difficult to try and navigate that course Margot Hackett was uh, in action in the, the free ski big air yesterday. Uh, fascinating event to watch, to be fair. Uh, she struggled in practice. Uh, she was injured a, a little bit in practice after crashing, and uh, finally she landed her uh, final jump, but too late. Yeah, sounds like uh, Ollie's dropped off again. Um, it's the trouble with these phone lines in and out of uh, these uh, overseas places. We'll try our very best to, to get back to Ollie. He's probably answering nobody at the moment, um, and... We can't hear him, so uh, Brian's just working away to try and get him uh, back because we've got to ask about uh, the two young men that uh, uh, were uh, 18th and 16th as well, just outside the qualifying spots, the top 12. And what's in action today? 
Um, and uh, in particular, we've got the 20k bias, and I need to know a little bit more about that um, and our competitor. So um, is uh, Ollie back there? I'm just uh, looking for He's not, not there at this stage. So uh, we'll hold that. Now uh, I'll talk to you then, John, uh, while we're trying to get him back. Uh, Campbell Wright, of course, is our uh, entry into the 20k biathlon. Now this is the young man that uh, Lavina Good had uh, plumped for inclusion in the side. Is that correct in the team? That's the one. Yeah, looking forward to this. Uh, he, I think he's he was um, available to ski for the USA um, and actually got the tap on the shoulder, Campbell Wright, and they were just like, mate, come across here, ski for us and shoot for us. Um, he went, nah, I'm a Kiwi through and through, and then had to go to the final World Cup event just before the Olympics to even qualify Smithy and came top 16, and that was enough for the selectors to see. So young Campbell Wright, I don't think tonight will be his night. Uh, 20K uh, biathlon tonight, um, but I think definitely in the future he's a guy who could medal because um, this is like 20Ks of skiing and shooting. You need a lot of good cardiovascular. I think you need to be in there amongst the other athletes too and get the experience so I think there's around 30 is the kind of peak for the biathlon so Campbell Wright will get great experience today hopefully a top 16 will be a good result um, it'll be a late night one if you're keen to watch at 9.30 tonight but yeah one for the future I think Smithy. Uh, I, I'm interested to know so this is done on circuits isn't it it's not like just uh, yeah, you, dr- you, you ski from Napier to Hastings and stop off at Clive and a couple of places on the way there to shoot a couple of things it, it's done on a lap isn't it a, a circuit? Is that how it works? Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, they go round and round in circles essentially, and then you, so you get your heart rate gets up to like one sixty, but that's no good when you're lying down with a gun in your hand trying to shoot a tiny, tiny target. So it's a massive control of trying to get your heart rate from that one sixty right down to about eighty or resting level. So it's not when your blood's pumping and your heart's racing, it's not shaking your shot with the shooting. So. Um, yeah, that's my that's what I understand of biathlon. One of the great sports, I think, of the Winter Olympics, just because you don't see it any other time, and you can kind of realise where it's come from, from a real-life situation. If you live in those parts of the world, like Alaska, and you go hunting, it's probably what you have to do, Smithy. Go trailing for 20 kilometres to shoot a rabbit or something. <laughs> so now they're just doing it at the Olympics without the rabbit Try and without real guns. Well, there's all sorts of uh, programmes on Discovery Channel and that, isn't there... Uh, about that, but most of those dudes are about 60 to 70. They've all got beards as long as uh, down to their knees, having to shave for about five years, uh, and they're as rough as hell without any teeth. But I wouldn't imagine that's what Campbell Wright looks like. Uh, Ollie, thanks very much uh, for joining us. So we're just talking about his prospects tonight and uh, a, a, an event we really do, do like the look of, this 20K biathlon. Yeah, hey, Smithy, sorry, a few technical issues over here in, um, in China, but yeah, look, it's it's an, an event where, where they don't normally peak until kind of their late 20s, and, and Campbell's nowhere near that. He's only 19, so, um, you know, he's got a lot of time to develop in this sport, but, um, you know, I think if he can nab a top 20 spot, that would be that would be deemed a really successful effort from him. Um, quite an intriguing sport to watch. Um, the old, you know, cross-country skiing and shooting, and you know, getting your heart rate down in time to to aim that shot as a as a, uh, as a feat on its own. So um, it'll be very interesting to see how Campbell goes in his first first Olympics. But I, I would think, you know, if he can have a top twenty spot, that would be deemed a very successful effort from him. Wow. Okay. Eleven uh, thirty p.m. New Zealand time tonight. So it's a late start uh, for Peter Michael in the fifteen hundred meters speed skating. Uh, realistically, what can we expect from Peter Michael? Yeah, look, he could he could challenge a podium, and he, he certainly 
certainly came, comes here to do that. He had two fourths in Pyeongchang in 2018. Um, that was in the 5,000 metres uh, and in the team pursuit. But he's here in the shorter form, first up in the 1,500 metres. So really more of a sprint on the ice for Peter Michael. So it's been a bit of an adjustment period. Um, look, it would be an outstanding result if he can if he can nab a podium, even if he can challenge a podium, um, I, I think would be would be deemed a really successful result for Peter Michael. He's probably uh, aiming for the, around that top ten uh, again, and you know he knows how to get close to a podium. As I said, he went very close in 2018, but you know new distance for him, uh, more of a sprinting distance than his preferred 5,000 meters. Um, so top ten would be amazing, but you know anything can happen at the Olympics. We we could see him up there. Uh, Ollie, last night I tuned in around 6.30 New Zealand time to watch the men free skiers in the big air. Uh, I wanted to see our guys, Finn and Ben, have a crack. Uh, I did. I watched them both. I think there was one uh, competitor in between them, so it was nice to follow them. And I thought, well, I'll just watch this for a little while. I watched for two hours. I was absolutely glued, uh, as were the commentators, who just kept raving uh, about these kids one after the other, who just confounded uh, gravity almost with what they were able to achieve. Now, I thought our two young guys did really well, uh, but they just couldn't quite make the cut. Yeah, the, the standard in that was ridiculous, wasn't it, Smitty? Um, for, for Ben and Finn to be able to produce those sorts of tricks and those sorts of performances, um, you know, on any other day, we'd probably see them in the top 12 and, and into the finals a couple of days later. But uh, such was the standard last night. Uh, it just wasn't quite good enough. It was incredible, wasn't it? And, you know, that, that would be better for that experience. Ben in particular uh, at his first games, um, clearly he's shown that he's got uh, the talent uh, to, to be here and to match it on the biggest stage. But, boy, everyone just seemed to be absolutely on fire last night. So, you know, when their best wasn't quite good enough to make top 12, um, you know the, the competition and the field is pretty strong. If you weren't uh, having to report on the New Zealand efforts in it, uh, what is the event that cap, uh, captures you the most? What, if you had to go just as a spectator, for instance, uh, what would you like to see the most or what have you enjoyed? Um, well, I, I mean, I actually think and New Zealand is in it aside that the, the slope style um, is just incredible. You know, those three rails, three three massive jumps and to see the, the way that they can just, you know, seemingly out of nowhere, just put something ridiculous down that, you know, I look at it and go, you know, I'd be almost dead if I tried to do that. Um, it is very cool and, and you know, the, the broadcast coverage does not d- do justice to just how steep those runs are as well. It's, it's quite incredible when you actually see it in the flesh, just just how steep those runs are and how fast they're actually going when they attempt those jumps. So I've really enjoyed watching that and I'm, I'm looking forward to the half pipe as well. Similar, just like, it's right next to the, to the slope. Right, sorry, might have cut out there. Um, right next to the slope style course where, where Zoe won gold the other day. So I think the half pipe will be really cool uh, as well with Nico Porteous. Uh, and uh, speaking of uh, Zoe, Steph had her uh, on his show yesterday afternoon. She still sounded just as bubbly as when she'd won it. Um, but now she has to get her feet literally back on, on the ground and back into some skis. And we're hoping for something very special in the big air. When, how far away do we have to wait for that, Ollie? Yeah, it's it's, it's a few days away uh, yet, Smitty. Um, she'll, she'll head to Beijing um, and from Zhang Zhou in a couple of days, get a few a few days training, and then in about a week, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you'll be able to see her in the big air, which is where she won the bronze in 2018. So she knows how to do well in that competition. Uh, could be could be double gold. Could be, hopefully so. Uh, Ollie, thank you very much for persevering through those uh, technical difficulties and giving us an update. Um, I, I take it you're enjoying it, so... 
Um, go well over there, mate. We're enjoying what, uh, the work yeah. that you're doing coming back. Yeah, loving it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, cheers. Uh, Ollie Ritchie there from News Hub, of course.